The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Hey, my friend, welcome to a very unusual episode of the Top Dog Trading Podcast. So what happened here is I did a free flow thought process after a rather arduous event, long event, great event, but very, very taxing event. And I was driving on my way back from San Diego to Los Angeles and had a lot of things going through my mind. And so I thought, oh, I'll just start recording what I was thinking. And that's what I did. Well, I recorded it on my cell phone, so I wasn't sure how good the audio quality would be. So I'm going to warn you up front, the audio quality is absolutely horrible. So if it bothers you too much, no problem. Uh, just skip this episode and the next one, by the way, because this will be a two, uh, two-parter. And I totally understand. So no hard feelings there. But um, And also, the other thing I want to share with you is that the topic of this is how, well, what I was doing here, the purpose was to put a mirror up to your mind by sharing some rather provocative comments and questions. So I'm not going to make any bones about it. These are very provocative questions and comments. Uh, they may offend some people, but they will probably get a reaction. So the main issue is not whether you agree or disagree with anything that I say here. It's really an exercise to allow you the opportunity to observe how you respond to what I say. And that response is then the mirror of how your mind reacts to money, specifically prosperity and wealth. And just notice that this is for you. This is a gift you can give yourself or you don't have to either way. So anyway, rather unusual uh, episode. Just wanted to share that with you up front. And with that, and without any further ado, we'll jump right into it. All right, my friends, this is a different format for the podcast that I haven't done before. As you might be able to tell, it's background noise. I'm in my car, and uh, I don't know what this is going to sound like, what the quality is going to be, because I've never done this before. So anyway, uh, here we go. So yeah, I'm driving from San Diego back to my home in Los Angeles, California, yay. and I uh, thought, hey, let's make some good use of this time and share some good stuff with good people, and that's you. So... Uh, just some thoughts going through my mind here right now that I know will be beneficial to you as traders. And uh, that is this. I just came from an event called WarriorCon 3 with Garrett J. White. Look it up if you're not familiar with it. I can go to warriorbook.com and um, whatever. Anyway, great, great event. Just absolutely off the chain amazing. Um, also, very, very challenging. Uh, I'm a little freaking scary, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I was nervous about going to this. and went anyway. The old, you know, face your fear and do it anyway kind of thing. And that's what I did. And, man, I am definitely glad I did it. Uh, some of the most rewarding things in life come from those that are the scariest. At times, this was very scary. 
Um, went all the way through and came out the other end, graduated last night, and literally official graduation, uh, black tie event, really powerful, just, it's beyond description. I mean, you have, it's an experience. It's not something I can describe to you. It's an, it's an experience you go through. So anyway, I'm not saying it's for you. If it is, great. If not, great. That's how they treat it as well. But you might want to check out. I would encourage you to at least check it out and uh, decide for yourself. So while I'm at the event, um, man, so many things. And by the way, this is uh, it's a men's event, uh, particularly for men in business with families. But what I loved about it was the um, address the whole human being. So it's it's marketed as primarily a business event, but they do have clarity around the fact that your business is going to be very much influenced by the rest of your life. In fact, not only are they clear about it, they emphasize it. So uh, they talk about getting your whole life together, uh, your mind, your body, your relationships, that those three things will empower your business in 100% right. So they actually spend more time than most business conferences would on those things. In fact, I would, I would venture to say that most of the time was spent on those three things, uh, more than business, although there was a lot in business as well. So, um, you know, one of the things that came to my mind, okay, so Garrett uh, J. White, if you know him at all, if you listen to his podcast, seen any videos of him, whatever, all right, he drives a very fancy car, a nice Lamborghini, beautiful car. Um, makes no uh, apologies about it. And I thought, you know, uh, I'm thinking about other people that I see out there, you probably see as well. Um, met Ty Lopez uh, about a month or two ago at an event in Hollywood Hills, a little very uh, informal event. Uh, it was a party actually there that I was invited to. I met him, talked with him, a uh, very nice man. Uh, he drives a, he's known for his orange Lamborghini and he had it there. And, uh, you know, people rail on him for that, you know, because, again, he, he puts it in your face. He's not apologetic about it at all. In fact, he's um, one of the marketers that you know, really puts lifestyle. That's what they call it, lifestyle marketing. I haven't really done that, so I, these terms don't come very naturally to me, but that's what I've heard called lifestyle marketing, where, okay, he's out there and he's got his orange Lamborghini. Uh, he'll show off this beautiful house. Uh, he's always got beautiful and girls around him, all that kind of stuff, whatever you think of it. You know, that's up to you. That's in your mind. That's your deal. But the point is, he's not apologetic about it whatsoever. Um, Grant Cardone, another very, very famous man. Um, you know, now he breaks about not only his Rolls Royce, but about his jet. So, and again, I've met Grant. I've talked with him one-on-one, face-to-face, by the way. Very nice man, whatever you think of him. On social media, is he, uh, does he brag a lot? Hell to the yes, he does. He brags a lot. Uh, he's in your face. I love that about him. A lot of people hate that about him. Fine, whatever. I don't care. Um, it's entertaining, that's for sure. He's very successful, that's for sure. And, yeah, he's got a freaking jet. He <laughs> has his own personal jet. I think he's on his second or third one by now, or plane, or whatever the hell it is. And he, he puts that in your face, right? And he's got his name painted on the side of it. Uh, it it's just crazy. But let me tell you, um, I'll 
share with you a little bit of a personal experience. So when we met Grant, I was with my wife. Again, it was an informal um, gathering here in Los Angeles at a home. And um, it was the first time that I met him. Anyway, my wife was going through a tough time. And um, Grant, uh, we were talking to Elena, his wife, actually, about the situation, my wife's uh, life which is kind of personal, so I'm not going to share that. That would be up to her to share if she wants to. But Elena, you know, my wife wanted to talk to Elena, so that was great. So Elena and my wife and um, myself were talking, and then Grant comes over, and um, he starts participating in the conversation, and then my wife just starts crying. She just breaks down. Really, I mean, what we were talking about was very, very serious shit. So... Grant, just the nicest guy in the world. He, he went over, he got her the Kleenex. Actually, he, he asked for someone where is the Kleenex because it wasn't his house. But like, where, where, where's the Kleenex? We need Kleenex. Kleenex over here, tissue, whatever. And um, just so compassionate, so compassionate. Sat down, listened, and um, you know, work, work. Got some financial dealings with um, Grant, so he just said, "We're, you know, you're going to be okay. We're going to take care of you, we're here for you. You know, we're family now, and all that kind of stuff." So it's just beautiful. I don't even remember all the words, quite honestly. What mattered was the emotion, was the caring, was the attentiveness, and you could just feel it viscerally. The compassion—that's the word I'm looking for. Compassion. Um, very moving to me. Very, very, very moving to me. Um, another thing along the same lines that just happened as I left the uh, hotel today uh, in San Diego with the um, Wake Up Warrior Con for Warrior Con Three Wake Up Warrior Movement. So I'm part of the Brotherhood there, and um, so I've got a nice car. You know, I, I like I said, I've not promoted lifestyle marketing, but I have an amazing lifestyle, and um, so I've got a gorgeous car. Um, I've always had, well, not always, man. I used to be broke and had nothing. <laughs> I remember buying cars for like $3,000 because that's all I have, 3000 bucks. So I just, I'd go buy a car for $3,000. Actually, no, I remember when I hit the lowest, I exchanged, uh, I did a barter deal where, um, yeah, I, I got a car and offered services for it in exchange. That's how bad it was at one point when bankrupt, had a, a wife and um, a young and daughter, no money, literally BK'd out of everything, lost my house. So anyway, um, I've been there, you know, it's not like I was, uh, anyway, I'm not going to go into the whole backstory here. The point is, so I had to build myself back up, and I did, and I've had, you know, beautiful Jaguars, Maseratis, now I've got a BMW i8, beautiful car. So the gentleman who was... Um, pulling my car around for me at the ballet as I was leaving the hotel today. Um, they own such a gorgeous car. It's just like a stealth bomber. It's black and black, black on black. And uh, he got out of the car and he actually said, uh, you know, thank you, sir, for letting me drive your car. Like, wow. That statement really impacted me. Like, thank you. And at first I thought, well, of course. I mean, you're the ballet. That's your job. <laughs> but he was just so nice. And I thought, what a great attitude he had. What a great attitude. And then I want to really, one more um, 
experience before I get to the uh, the learning moment here today. So another time I was at a uh, Frank Kern event, you know, Frank Kern. And uh, so I've known Frank for quite a few years. I've um, gone to a lot of events, been able to talk with him personally as well. Uh, super nice guy. I mean, you know, if you've seen his ads, that's Frank. <laughs> He's just a nice guy. He really is. <laughs> and he does a little lifestyle marketing, but not as much as the other guys do. Anyway, so I'm down at one of his events, and I'm leaving. Same deal, valet comes around. That time I had my Maserati. And um, the valet who came around, again, said, you know, wow, really nice car, sir. And I said, well, thank you. And he said, you deserve it. Wow. Again, that statement from the valet, you deserve it. This gentleman doesn't know me. He doesn't know what I've done, but here's his attitude. His attitude is, whatever you've done, you worked hard for it, and you've gotten this level of success to get such a gorgeous and, frankly, very expensive um, car with a Ferrari engine, literally has a Ferrari engine. And um, so I take these two statements from these two valets, all right? So the second one where he says, you deserve to have this car, is a valet. So I can't imagine, you know, he's making a ton of money. And so, by the way, I tip these guys very well, but it's before I gave them their tip. I want you to be clear on that. Before I gave them. And so you might say, hey, maybe they're looking for a tip. I don't give a shit. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Who cares? Good. You know what? If they are doing it for a good tip, they're smart businessmen. That's smart. Good. Good. I appreciate that mental attitude. I love it. I dig it. I respect it. And then the other valet today, thank you for allowing me to drive your car. Again, great attitude. Now, here's the deal. Contrast the attitudes of those two gentlemen with a bunch of assholes on social media who are trashing Jared K. White, who are trashing Ty Lopez, who are trashing Grant Cardone. Okay? They don't trash me too much because I don't, yeah, I've been putting my lifestyle out there. But anyway, anybody who's showing off their, uh, the, the trophies of their accomplishments, let's put it that way. And they're trashing them, and they're like, oh, well, Ty Lopez doesn't really own that house. He doesn't really own that car. He rents them. Listen, who the fuck cares? I don't know if that's true or not, I don't, but I don't care, right? I don't care. So let me tell you, you want to rent a Lamborghini? That's going to be a lot of money. It's probably called a lease, right? That would be my guess. I don't know. I didn't ask Ty. It's none of my business. And I, I don't care enough to even ask. But, okay, so let's say he leases the car. Still a hell of a lot of money. By the way, it'd probably be stupid to buy a Lamborghini financially. And also, by the way, a house, okay, let's say he rents the house. I don't know. Some people say he does. Um, great. He's a smart guy. Good for him. He's doing the right thing. Buying a house is a stupid-ass decision. Stupid. You ever read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yeah. Read that book if you haven't. You probably have, right? So many people have. Pretty much everybody on the planet's read that book by now. If you haven't, you definitely need to read that book. Anyway, Guy Kiyosaki, he makes the point in there that owning a house is not a good decision. It is not an asset. Owning a house that you live in is not an asset. It's a liability. It's in the liability column because it does not make you money. It does not create cash flow. So, uh, it's smart. 
to rent your own place. By the way, Grant Cardone, I believe, I forget, but I believe he talks about how, I'm not sure it was Grant actually, but he's got, you know, big glorious, like, uh, apartment. I, I imagine he leases, I don't know, doesn't matter. But um, now Grant owns a lot of properties. He owns a ton of real estate, but they produce cash flow for him. And that's the way to do it. Right? If you're going to own real estate, then it shouldn't be your own house because that brings you no money. And, you know, I know, screw the tax deduction, screw the, um, the uh, you know, inflation hedge, all that kind of stuff. Believe me, I've owned houses. I own a mansion in Malibu. And I learned my lesson firsthand that way. I was like, whew, this is bullshit. Um, the tax uh, deductions you get are limited. There's a cap on those, so if you're going to own a big house, but if you live in California like I do, then, uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to um, uh, get the full tax deduction or your tax deductions are going to be capped. Um, anyway, the taxes, then you got to pay called property taxes, at least out here in California and Los Angeles, are just outrageous. So all this stuff counterbalances the supposed benefits. And I get it. It depends where you live. I know, okay, maybe you choose to live in Los Angeles, California. Uh, things are going to be more expensive there. You're right. You're right. And so I'm not telling you what you should do. Uh, different situations for um, different people in different areas of the country, absolutely. Just look at what makes sense to you, run the numbers, and then do what's financially feasible. Um, but don't just assume that because someone is successful, um, you know, leases a car or, owns or rents a house or whatever, big glorious house, that you know, there's nothing to, to criticize there. That's smart. They're being smart. Now, here's where the real lesson comes down, okay, after all those little illustrations there, all those little stories, is that your response to everything I just said, your mental thoughts, Take note of them right now. Be aware of what you're thinking. Be aware of how you're feeling towards everything that I've just said about myself, Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Garrett J. White, uh, whoever. Everything you're thinking and feeling is about you. Everything you think about them is about you. It's not about them. That's a mirror. If you look at their lifestyles, if you have an emotional, visceral, or mental response, that is about you, not about them. So, take that to heart. This is about you. If you're feeling, uh, oh, they're con artists, or, oh, they rip people off, or, I don't know, scammer, that's the big word, everybody, everybody's a scammer, right? That's what they all say, oh, you're scamming me. Now, you're scamming yourself. You're scamming yourself, how? You're scamming yourself out of success because you are projecting onto them the negativity that you have toward yourself. You're creating excuses for not having success. Now you might say, but Barry, I don't want a Lamborghini. Barry, I don't want a mansion. Fine, who cares? I don't care. Again, those things are not the point. The point is, 
you might be, and again, you have to answer this question for yourself, but you might be undermining yourself by projecting negative thoughts on them to create excuses for yourself. Real quick, my friend, as a special offer to my podcast listeners, I'm giving you one of my favorite trade strategies called the rubber band trade. It has an extremely high win-loss ratio, and it's a very simple trade that you can learn in about 26 short minutes. So go ahead and grab my rubber band trade strategy absolutely free by simply going to topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. Again, that's topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. One word, R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-N-D. By the way, this trade strategy is so good, I still personally use it every single day it sets up, and you can try it with no obligation and prove to yourself that it works for you as well. This is a try-before-you-buy offer, or actually, it's a try-and-never-buy offer because it's my gift to you as a podcast listener. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com.